To help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Tonight on Universe Box. Supergroup Dream Car is born. A medical device hack threat? And we examine the trailer for DuckTales. This is Universe Box. I'm Bill Meeks. <laughs> and I'm Anne-Marie Dismone. This is Universe Box for March 2nd, 2017. And Anne-Marie, it feels like it's been forever since it's we did a Universe Box. It's, it it's feels... only been two weeks. It's only been two weeks, Billiam. But it feels like it's been forever. Forever. But uh, we're, we're glad to be coming here uh, with you 8.30 p.m. EST, uh, Thursday night, live.universebox.com or twitch.tv slash universebox. And uh, as always, we're joined by our chatters. And by uh, chatters, we mean Angel. Right now, Angel. Uh, hopefully more soon. Yes, uh, but hopefully. So how have the last two weeks been for you, Anne-Marie? <laughs> <laughs> But besides that, how have they, they been? They've been dandy. How about you? Uh, they've, they've been pretty good for me. Pretty good. Lots of the busy. Yeah, lots, lots of, the, of busy. the busy. Lots, lots of the busy. And lots of the busy. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm very excited because as soon as we're done with this tonight, I'm going to uh, get a very important video game. That's right. I'm going to go to GameStop for their midnight release of Pong. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. It's oh, the be kids really would be good. so upset if you came back and you didn't know. And I just had Pong. Yeah. That, that'd be good. That'd be good. That would not be good. That would not be good. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, you know, it's been so long since we've uh, talked about the news that there's a lot of news to talk about so why don't we go ahead and get into the news good call Uh, we're going to look into the world of television and streaming uh, serialized serialized streaming streaming storytelling that's a tongue twister you wrote Uh, it in television areas Okay, so what's up first, Amy? First up, it is Amazon Pilot season again. As in the past, streaming service Amazon Prime will be putting up a handful of pilots to determine which will get a series order. None of them are the tick. None of them are the tick. Uh, one of the uh, okay, there's two hour long shows and three half hour long shows. Apparently, I wrote a sentence in my head, but not on the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the hour long shows comes from Gilmore Girls creators Amy Sherman Palladino and Dan Palladino, and centers around a 1958 New York family. While the other stars Richard Madden and Mark Addy of Game of Thrones, and is based Game of Thrones based on the Book of Strange New Things by Michael Faber. Interesting. The half-hour productions touch on adult animation, dark comedy, and a group of boys in the eighties growing marijuana. Oh, very nice. There you go. As they did back uh, in the eighties. As you do, <laughs> as you do. So, uh, Bill, what do you think about all this? Uh, well, I think that uh, the the marvelous uh, Miss Mrs. Maisel sounds really awesome. It, it, it's about a the stand up comic comic uh, coming up in the nineteen fifties, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a very intriguing premise to mm-hmm. me. I, and the fact that it's set in the fifties means that Amy Sherman Palladino's quick speaking dialogue won't feel out of place because in the fifties everyone talked like this. See, and everyone. <laughs> I was like, hey, 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 what's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey, I can't think of anything fast enough to... Apparently. That's the problem with with her dialogue, Mm. is that they speak so quickly. No one can think that quickly, to speak that quickly. No, you can't think that quickly. The rest of us can. Okay. But, you know, I I, I am a little cautious here, because after Sneaky Pete went to series and very much disappointed me, I'm not going to go all rah-rah cheerleader on any of these offerings, but Mm -hmm. the premise uh, for Mrs. Maisel sounds pretty intriguing. 
I, I, although there were a lot of animated shows. There was one. Too. There was there was one. Oh, I thought there were two. There was one. Oh, there was one, but was one. I, I feel like I've kind of outgrown adult-oriented animated shows, so I uh-huh. doubt I'll be checking out that one. Um, but so, what do you think, Amory? Okay, so actually similar to how you said Sneaky Pete, I completely forgot about that. Um, uh-huh. Amazon Pilots is actually how I found out about uh, Z, the beginning of everything. Um, Z. It's the... <laughs> Well, it was called Zelda when it was a pilot, mm. um, but it's dun, about the... Dun, dun, uh, dun, dun. Oh, sorry. Ron Zelda. Yeah. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald and his wife, Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, but neither here nor there. It's really good. Go watch it. Um, <laughs> so I really enjoy the way Amazon does this with their pilots for that reason, though I thought that one didn't get picked up because it took two years, mm-hmm. which is kind of my concern. It's unfortunately, I'm a binge watcher. So if I watch these pilots and they're really awesome and then there's no new episode episodes for two years like there was with Z. Um, I'm going to be a little upset. But The Marvelous Miss, Mrs. Maisel and Budding Prospects both actually sounded a little bit interesting. Mm-hmm. In case you can guess what Budding Prospects was about. Uh, not <laughs> sure about the others, though. Because yeah, just like Bill said, uh, yeah, not really big on the adult animated show. I never was, though. Yeah, the the thing that disillusioned me with Sneaky Pete is because they did the pilot. And I, as often happens in network television, but really hasn't happened too much in streaming television, mm-hmm. they did the pilot and they reworked the premise because Brian Cranston was oh. a writer producer on it, and they were like, "Well, we'll pick up the show, but Brian Cranston has to be a main main character." And uh, so they kind of cha- they refilm parts of the pilot, and it kind of it, it lost me. Well, anytime you do a major rework, you're gonna lose what the show really mm. was. Over in the so. chat room, Angel says, "I'm I'm one for period pieces, so the one set in the '50s seems a little cool. Not a lot cool. I think it sounds a lot cool because mm-hmm. it's the Paladinos and yeah. it's the '50s. I like anything that is in a time period that is not mm-hmm. now. Yeah." I think it's just like there's too much. You like, just don't like living in the now. I don't like living in the now. You're I not like very zen. No, well, it's just uh, I like you know. There's so much with like being on social media and like you know reality that when I watch TV, I like taking that that mm-hmm. jump. I like yeah. I like it takes me out of my world, and uh-huh. that's really to me the point of TV. Fair enough. Anyway, fair enough. also we have a new guest in the chat room. Sith Youth Pastor says, "Welcome What's to up? the dark side." Oh, welcome, Sith Youth Pastor. Yes, definitely. I'm uh, very excited to have you in the chat room. I know you've been trying to get in uh, for a couple of weeks, or trying yes. to figure out when we're recording. So very glad so to have you. So here we are. Okay, so Amory, what's the next story? Ducktales reboot. Okay, I can't speak. Ducktales Life reboot. Life is like a hurricane here in. Duckburg. Um, so we got a trailer for DuckTales, and it has already been renewed for a second season, and we don't even have a premiere date for season one. Nice. So the release of the season one trailer for the new Disney XD reboot of DuckTales came along with added bonus of guaranteed second season. The trailer gives us our first look at the latest interpretation of these characters and a quick view of Scrooge taking his nephews for the weekend. What could possibly go wrong? What, what could possibly grow wrong? What could wrong? possibly go wrong? Yeah. Uh, no, but this looks really good, I yeah. thought. I, uh, David Tennant. Uh, first of all, sounds great as Scrooge McDuck. Uh, he's very—he's he, actually—it surprised me uh, how close he is to the original voice actor Alan Young, who played Wilbur on the old Mr. Ed TV Wilbur. series. Yeah. 
Uh, but I, I like that Donald Duck looks like he will be more of a main character in this than he was in the original series. And I mean, it could be that they cut the trailer just from the pilot and then Donald right. goes off and, well, he obviously is not going to be in the Navy like he was in the original series off traveling the world. But it seems like he's going to be more involved. I, but I'm not a big fan of them giving Huey, Dewey, and Louie normal voices instead of the yeah. uh, duck voice. I like They did the same thing in a series called Quack Pack uh, back in the 90s. It was part of the Disney afternoon after the original stable of shows kind of rotated out. Uh, it it, it kind of sucked a lot of the charm out of the characters for me, and it kind of sucked. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I guess with a star-studded voice cast like they have here, though, uh, it has like Danny Pudi. Uh, yeah. Is it Josh Gad? No. Uh, who was it? He, uh, he does everything else for Disney now, but no. Uh, Danny Pudi, Ben Schwartz, uh, Bobby Mo- Moynihan mm. uh, is who I was thinking of. Uh, kind of similar people, uh, but uh, y- you know, uh, it, it just uh, I, th- I guess I guess with the star-studded cast, they feel like they have. To to feature uh, well, they, they the really voices. Do. I'm sure that was part of the, um, you know, how they got them. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, who wants to, you know, be a decent name person who may be on another show like Danny Pudi is, uh-huh. and they're just going <laughs> to over your voice? Yeah. That's not really what you're signing on for. Yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, the, the whole voice acting industry has changed from being, you know, just four guys people. who do all the voices and they're really good at what they do to the stunt casting. You know, so uh, I, I guess it's just a sign of the times. And uh, someone on our Facebook uh, post was talking about the fact that the animation looks a lot flatter than the old mm-hmm. show and everything. And that's also kind of bringing it into the modern times. It's not as good as it was when we were kids because there's not as much budget for it, you know. Right. They put all the budget into the actors instead of the animation. Right. Over in the chat room, uh, Sith Youth Pastor uh, said that he thought the trailer looked awful. Uh, he grew up with the show and the animation looked cheesy and the normal voices for the kids sounded awful. But he'll give it a try. Uh, but optimism isn't high right now. And and uh, Angel thought it looked decent, and she said, ooh, quack pack, cringe. cringe. What'd you think, Anne-Marie? Okay, so first of all, I'm really excited about it. I've been singing the theme song all day long, literally all day long. Um, but did, did you play any of the trailer, like the, the visuals, or are we scared to do that? Uh, no, no, I played some of it. Okay, so go to the, the beginning of it and okay, play it for on. me. All right. I need you to play. There we go. Okay. So that's really all it was that I needed. <laughs> it, the very beginning of it, and we can't play the audio because, you know, we tend to get taken down on audio stuff. Yeah. Um, but it reminds me a lot, uh, especially with this animation style, of the videos that you create at the end of Spaceship Earth at Epcot. Mm-hmm. And well, it might be the same voice actor. It really. Uh, well, that's what I'm thinking because those – I, I don't know the history of all that, but mm-hmm. – it would make sense now that the show is going to be – it's going to be on Disney H- or Disney XD. Disney XD. Disney XD, a.k.a. Disney Disney Queen. XXXD. Oh, Whoa, no, wait. That's a whole Whoa, different thing. No. Back away from the X's. No. no <laughs> this is basically like Disney tween. Uh, yeah. But either way, um, I love the style of the trailer and I'm super excited for the show. I was concerned at first about having issues with David Tennant as Scrooge just because it's David Tennant and to me he will forever and always be the Doctor. But I think it's perfect because unlike in Doctor Who where he had to use a British accent, he gets to use his Scottish accent mm-hmm. and it's just it's just enough. Yeah. And I uh, love David Tennant. And over in the chat room, Sage of Earth. Hi, Sage of Earth. Uh, says, I, I disagree. If you want to play a character, you need to go all the way. So basically she would have preferred the... 
I can't do. I can't do. No. no. I'm Donald Duck. Okay, grab some popcorn and find your seat. We're opening up the curtain on Cinematters. Okay, now each Thursday, uh, we like to let you know about a few movies that are coming to a theater near, near you. A few standouts for this week include Logan, The Shack, Table 19, and The Last Word. Here's a little more info on two selections we found interesting. So, Anne-Marie, what was your pick? My pick? Okay, so at first, I came into this completely planning to talk about Table 19 because it was the only one other than Logan that I'd actually even heard of. Mm-hmm. And um, her name is escaping me right now, but I love her. The, the cute little chick. And then, so I watched the trailer for it, and then it auto-played into the trailer for The Last Word, which we are viewing right now, mm-hmm. and I was completely sold the second I heard Shirley MacLaine. I was like, oh, yeah. I love you. Um, so basically, she plays a nasty old lady who is coming towards the end of her life, mm-hmm. and she demands to meet with the writer who, or the writer who will be writing her obituary, uh, Amy Seyfried? Seyfried? I don't really know. She was on Big Seyfried, Love. I think. She was in Big Love and Mean Girls. Yeah. Um, and she wanted to start writing it now and wanted it to leave a positive legacy because she's like, you are, you are going to leave my legacy and needs all that help. So through the process of trying to find something nice to say about this nasty old lady and everybody she's interviewing, you know, um, they become close. Uh, they even work together to touch a child's life. It's really weird. There's this like she wants to be a DJ on a radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, they become close. And um, Amanda Seyfried's uh, character has really a lot of trouble writing the obituary because she's beca- it's become too personal yeah. for her. Um, however, you know, basically you're learning and, and, you know, Shirley McLean's character sort of, you know, becomes a nice person mm-hmm. through this process, basically teaching you, you're never too old to change your nasty ways and be a nice person. Mm-hmm. And I really am looking forward to seeing this one now. Like I had, I had no idea about it. And you have the last word on the issue. I, you know what? I do have the last <laughs> word is stop being nasty. Okay. <laughs> as, so, uh, my pick this week, and normally we don't try to pick the blockbusters just cause everyone's talking about them, but this one looks really good. It's low. Logan, uh, which is supposedly the last Wolverine movie starring Hugh Jackman. Now, confession, I've never watched any of the Wolverine movies. Uh, the closest I've got to is Deadpool, which kind of referenced one uh, because Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool in one of the Wolverine movies. And then he played it in his own movie. But I, I really enjoyed the X-Men movie series as a whole. But Wolverine has always been one of my least favorite comic book heroes. Uh, you know, full stop. Uh, but all that being said, this looks really, really good. It's based on an old comic uh, called Old Man Logan. It's not that old of a comic. It's less than 10 years old, probably. Uh, but it's set in the future. And Wolverine and Professor X are on the lamb on this big road trip when a young clone of Wolverine named X-23 shows up and upsets their plans. At least in the, in the comics, she's named X-23. I, I don't know if she's named X-23 uh, in the movie or not. Okay. I, I know it's the same character, though. I think it's interesting that they have Wolverine find an X-Men, X-Men comic book in the trailer. It is very meta. Oh, meta. I didn't even see... Oh. Yeah, I, I suppose, though, in this world, after whatever happened to the X-Men to cause, you know, Professor X and Wolverine to go on the lamb, uh, whatever happened, uh, people wrote stories about them, you know, which I think... And he says something along the lines of half of what they said never happened and what 
did happen happened differently than it is or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of cool seeing, you know, him flipping through an old X-Men comic in the movie uh, or in the trailer. Uh, Now, the premise reminds me a lot of a video game called The Last of Us where an old cowboy-esque character, which Logan slash Wolverine kind of is, Mm -hmm. uh, and a young girl attempt to survive a, a version of the zombie apocalypse. I know... Uh, people are like, no, it's not the zombie apocalypse, but it's basically the zombie apocalypse. Everything's the zombie apocalypse now. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if I'm going to go see this in the theater, especially since it doesn't look very kid-friendly, so I can't take my kids to it. But I, I do hope to see it very soon, because it does look really good. And you, Amory, you said you thought it looked pretty good, too, I right? did actually think, um, you know, I didn't catch all the little quibbles and bits that you'd caught, but yeah. um, no, I didn't think it looked bad, which kind of completely shocked me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you've I'm, never been a big X Men fan. Uh, we know where I stand on all that. Yeah, I, I like Gotham. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Over in the chat room, they're still talking about the Ducktales, and uh, some people are taking the position they they don't like the reboots. They think you should just stick with the original. Um, they're talking about Donald and Scrooge and who's the best character and everything. A lot of good discussion going on over there at Twitch.tv/universebox. Okay, Anne Marie, what's our next story? Okay. Oh, the Great Wall was a great flop. So a few weeks ago, we told you about the big budget U.S.-China production of the Great Wall starring Matt Damon. And I went, ooh, Matt Damon. Um, the tra- Matt Damon. Sorry. Matt Damon. Uh, the trailer looked amazing and got us a little excited for the movie. Unfortunately, it looks like literally no one else was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie is currently on track to be at a $75 million loss. Uh, with Universal being on the hook for at least $10 million. Um, executives say that it's the first movie of its type, and they were really busy trying to like please everyone, and obviously they pleased no one. Um, mm-hmm. However, future collaborate- collaborative productions between uh, U.S. companies and Chinese uh-huh. companies are sort of in danger because of how big of a flop it is. Yeah. I, now, now, when we yeah. talked about this a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, I brought up the fact that the reason they were making this movie is because Matt Damon is such a big box office draw in China. And so it seems like this movie should have done gangbusters. It's not doing good domestically. Mm-hmm. It's doing better internationally, but uh-huh. not enough to recoup for the U.S. just – yeah, uh, but showing up. the the haul over in China, according to the article, is one hundred and seventy one million dollars, <laughs> which is far below expectations, even for China. Oh. Uh, so so apparently, it's not the box office stars that bring in mm-hmm. Chinese people into the theaters to see American movies; it's the American movies themselves. Yeah. So uh, I guess you know this needed some more giant robots and particle effects and things, all, all those trendy things that are in action movie. It needed Transformers, is what it. Transformers. I want a movie where Matt Damon plays a Transformer. Is that too much to ask? Probably, but but uh, you know it, it's pretty sad, and uh, like you said, you know that it might hurt projects like this in the right, future. You, you don't want to hurt the collaborative efforts. Like perhaps they should have started on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. The problem, like one of the things that cites in the article was about i mean they had to have like a hundred interpreters because you're doing this project between people who only speak chinese and people who only speak english Mm -hmm. and like how do you direct somebody when you don't excuse me speak their language 
Yeah. So that's I think that right there is probably where, you know, slowly you don't you don't have to dive into the deep end. Mm -hmm. You could have started slowly. Um, But like I said, you know, sad face. We haven't seen the movie yet. And I really wanted to see it in theaters because it looks like Mm -hmm. it would be amazing to see on such a large scale. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm a little scared. I'm not going to get the chance because I don't get to the movies too often. Um, (laughs) But like I said, I don't think that's the worst part. I think the worst part is hurting the collaborative projects yeah um it's actually quite surprising that it it failed so hard i I mean it did did okay i mean it's not a flop it was expected to do really really well so they spent a lot of money on it and that's just when you have such a huge lot Mm -hmm. like 75 million dollar loss like yeah what what (laughs) over in the chat room they're talking logan uh angel says a friend of hers wanted to go see it but he never followed up (laughs) uh and uh stage of earth thinks it looks interesting and people are being uh, very cordial over there and uh, stage of earth also says in reference to the matt damon situation you direct someone with body language if you can't speak the language yeah but I mean, yeah, I I know, but that it's. I mean, it's easier if you use the interpreter, but then you're paying. I don't know how much an interpreter is an hour. Five um, million dollars an hour. You know, no, I don't they know. Might have been I've never point. had to hire one. Before. I haven't either. Um, but that's just. I feel like something's going to get lost in translation mm-hmm. in that way. Pointing does work well too, but pointing. Yes, yeah, youth pastor says pointing works too. Pointing isn't good for inflection and characterization, though. Like, how do you like? You know, <laughs> up. Bring your voice up. Point up. We should try that sometime where we just direct each other like that. We should do an entire podcast that's all hand gestures sometime. That would not be Very experimental and it'll just sound like this. That's what I sound like anyway, messing with my microphone. Okay, okay. okay. Well, I, I think we well, have think some, some technological challenges to uh, overcome. And, you know, speaking of, we're going to try uh, – we're, no. we're going to uh, take a gigabyte out of the future without microchipping our teeth. Let's get technological. technological. Okay, oh, so what's exciting. up first on the docket, Anne-Marie? Sleep pods for schools. So high schools in New Mexico are working to help reduce exhaustion and absences in students by making sleep pods available. Okay, so each pod is basically a sensory reduction bubble with soothing lights and music to help lull students to sleep and then back awake. Mm -hmm. These high-tech chairs help stressed and exhausted students take a quick 20-minute nap before getting back to class feeling refreshed. Mm -hmm. The sleep pods have also been used to help students who are suffering from anxiety and migraines getting them back to class instead of having to take medicine or go home because they just – I mean, if you've ever had an anxiety attack or a migraine, you understand you do not want to be near anything, Um, Mm. you know, and from what it sounds like in the article, they're not being abused too much. Um, They've been there for a few years. They're just becoming more and more popular Mm. and they're very successful. What do you think? (sighs) Kids um, these days. I know. Back in my day, we could take a nap (laughs) at our desk in the hallway or in the band room during our lunch break. We didn't need some fancy schmancy sleep pods. Whatever, old man. All that being said, I'd love to have one of these in my office. Right? <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's actually kind of interesting because with how many studies suggest that high school kids are overworked and don't get enough sleep and classes start too early and it hurts them overall. Right. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, bringing back uh, the, the school nap time from kindergarten, it might be a good idea. I think it'd be an amazing sure. idea. What did you think about this? Okay, so I need one of these in my life as well. Um, I think this is an awesome idea, but I'm like I said, I'm a bit concerned about them being abused. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
it doesn't seem like they are. Um, yeah. I wonder if they set limits on how often you can use a pod, like once a month, like mm. when you look like you're about to literally pass out. Like, what is the requirement to get to use the pod? Because that is 20 minutes out of your day, but 20 yeah. minutes is better than an hour of you like staring out the window or just going home. Um, yeah, if if you're super tired or you have a migraine or something, an hour you're going to get five minutes worth of work done. Right, it's better know. for you to. And I think that's how they're just like they're they they sold these to like the district or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we would rather them spend that twenty minutes in this pod or twenty five, uh, you know, travel time between classes and be much more productive at the end versus not. And just completely miss out. Um, I do think that this would be great for offices, just like you said. Yeah. Um, because maybe when I was working in an office, I'd have actually taken a lunch break more often <laughs> if I could have blocked out the whole world and taken a nap like I tried to do in my car a few times. And it just <laughs> did not work. Um, I think it would be amazing if, you know, like mm-hmm. there was like three pods in an office and you just had to sign up for a time. Yeah. Because the like the way the article said, like those music, like, lulls you to sleep but then it gradually will wake you back up so like it's all completely set you press one button nap time Uh, let's see here over in the chat room sage verth brings up a point Uh, what about claustrophobia did did the makers of sleep pods think of that and if if you look at the sleep pod here it it actually actually very open yeah it's very open it just kind of i guess it just blocks out some of the ambience yeah because it has the headphones that does music the point it's really good at blocking out like sensory problem like if you have sensory disorder or to to help your body Mm -hmm. go to sleep it blocks out all the outside noise it also was um they were located like in the nurse's office Uh so it's not like it's in the middle of the cafeteria or anything like it's already pretty Mm -hmm. chill environment anything else interesting from the chat room Uh, let's see angel says Uh, first of all bobby hawks in the Chat room. Hi, Bobby, Bobby. Hook. Uh, Angel says, "Sounds like an interesting thing, and yay for paying attention to the importance of sleep, especially among teenagers." Very true, yes. because um, apparently, I, again, I typed something in my head, but not on the paper. That they're burning the candle at both ends. Like mm. they have to get up early for class, but then they're up late, you know, doing work and classes and all sorts of stuff. I like so. Sith Youth Pastor's uh, question. Two question, oh, or questions. Or questions. Uh, two questions. One, will they be available mm-hmm. for work? Uh, we can only hope. And two, does it come with a free Snuggie with purchase? <gasps> I want a personalized Snuggie. Yeah, that would be... That would be fantastic. That would, that would be fantastical. Uh, oh, unlike, that's it. I'm putting the PTA on it. We're getting sleep pods. Unlike our next story. Amory, what's our next story? I don't know. I have to scroll. Hold on. Oh, oh, this is not so good. So security problems on medical devices. Mm-hmm. Experts have been warning for a while about the security on different medical devices, especially implantable devices, um, that needs to be up, the they need to upgrade the security. Um, there are a few different ways that these devices um, need to be protected because one, hackers can send fatal doses of medicine uh, through things like insulin pumps. Man, my typing's all over the place. Um, <laughs> and like pacemakers, they you know mm-hmm. they control the charge and stuff. Yeah. And two, the possibility of medical record theft from like larger hospitals who have all digital records. Mm-hmm. So would I, I, you know, this one was like born and bred for you. So go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So the first rule of cybersecurity, if you don't want something hacked, don't connect it to the internet for, we don't hook your fridge up to the internet. It doesn't need to be hooked up to the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, same goes with, for medical stuff like this. There's a reason nuclear power plant mainframes don't have a network connection. It's because that's an attack vector that if it's there, mm-hmm. someone will exploit. 
Just because you can connect a device to, to the internet doesn't mean you should. Whatever minor convenience it offers is outweighed by the potential problems, as outlined in the article. I, all that being said, though, this article does seem like a lot of fear mongering just to get yeah. some clicks, which is kind of disappointing for Wired. Because back in the when the internet was first taking hold back in the late nineties, mm-hmm. Wired was a really good source of, for sort of unbiased, like tech focused tech journalism. Right uh, now, it's more just like the BuzzFeed of tech news. And, I really uh, wasn't expecting you to go on this tangent. Yeah, so so you know, it, it's just kind of disappointing to see Wired resorting to these kind of tactics. Because while these are risk. Uh, you know, that are out there and it's dumb to hook medical stuff like this up to the internet for these reasons. It's really not that widespread yet because of things like HIPAA regulations. You know, they, there's a, I, although, you know, they, they have classed, I, I know that iPad, I, not iPods, but iPads now uh, are HIPAA compliant. Uh, but, but it's, how does, how? I, uh, encryption and stuff like Just that. encryptions? Yeah. Okay, because I'm like, HIPAA confuses me. Like, basically, mm. you can't share information. Okay, got it. Check. How are you really regulate? I don't, I don't, yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I, o- o- over in the chat room real quick, uh, Bobby says, read the sleep pods that it uh, looks like one of the chairs from MIB. Very, nice. very true. But, Amory, what do you think about the whole hack in the medical stuff? I'm sorry. I think this is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> um, with the move for all medical records to be digital, it's making everything very susceptible, which is so dangerous because, like, doctors will send your prescriptions to the pharmacy on a computer. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to actually call a lot of the time. Um, it's just boop, boop, sent over. Like I've had medicine sent over like in the past month. Yeah. Um, let's see. So making it susceptible hackers is a little scary, but I think it's absolutely completely terrifying for something like an insulin pump to mm-hmm. be able to be accessed. Um, I had a yeah. friend in college who had one of those permanent pumps hooked onto her. And if it like anything was off kilter, she was a mess and we had to mm-hmm. take her to the hospital. So yeah, yeah it, it, that's, it, that's scary that mm-hmm. somebody could just be like, you know, because people get so cranky and they like get hacky and attacky mm-hmm. over like nothing. Yeah. It, plus, they, it, it all comes back to this whole Internet of Things concept where everything mm-hmm. has to be connected to the Internet. And I, I mean, you just have to look at, you know, Internet connected security cameras to see that this could be abused heinously. Like you can go right now. You can go to Google and there's a I, I won't tell you the search no, query, but you can type it into Google and you can get access to literally thousands of unprotected internet sec- or internet enabled security cameras because people don't reset the default passwords. Oh okay, let's go on that uh, tangent for a hot second. Mm-hmm. Do never leave the default anything. Yeah. Like th- this should be like technology 101. Even my dad gets it, mm-hmm. I think. I hope. <laughs> Possibly. Probably oh no, wait, not. I have a security camera up beep, on my beep, screen beep, right. Beep. <laughs> Okay, we're going to get back uh, to a lot of more important news stuff in just a minute. But first, we want to tell you about our Patreon. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, uh, ours is over at patreon.com slash universe box. It's a way you can support content content creators you love like us mm-hmm. uh, it, it you, you know you can kick in uh, you know a, a small monthly donation anywhere from a dollar a month to two dollars a month to three dollars a month to four dollars a month to seven dollars a month to six dollars a month uh, you know anything you feel comfortable giving you know based on what you feel the content's worth and it helps us pay you know bills for hosting and all cable this and cable yeah. all, and you know kind of compensates us for our time but buy us a beer or buy a me cup a of beer. coffee there uh, you go but you know the most important important support 
level is the $5 Star Patrons Club. Uh, that's giving $5 a month, I, and there's two benefits. Benefit number one, we will read your name out on every episode of every, of every podcast. podcast we do. And benefit number two, we will not sleep, sneak into your house, hack your sleep pod to be a wake pod that always keeps you awake. That would be awful. People who are going to get a good night's sleep in their sleep pod this month are Becca Baca, Harry Seidler, Angel, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Casa Commotion, Sage of Earth, a.k.a. Fatty, hey Fatty, uh, Jacob Newman, Robert Cattler, Hope Mullinex, Jessica Gonzalez, and Patrick Cohn. You guys are the dreamers of dreams, mm-hmm. uh, the lovers of love, and you'll get a love, good night's sleep. Uh, if you love Sorry. if you want a good night's sleep to go over to patreon.com slash universe box and, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside okay uh let's see ah. over in the chat room patty says uh sageverse says i think online should be used as a minimum when it comes to medicine uh-huh very very That's good point absolutely okay well let's see here i i you know Amory, do you have headphones in? I've got my headphones in. I have headphones in too. Everyone else needs to throw, throw on their headphones. headphones and warm up your pipes. La, 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 la. We're going to make sure your modern music knowledge is in <laughs> Okay, so Amory, what's the first story here? Okay, our first story is the birth of Dreamcar. So you haven't heard of Dreamcar? I have a feeling you will soon. Dreamcar is a collaboration between Tony um, Canal, Tom Dumont, and Adrian Young of No Doubt, and AFI frontman Davey Havoc. Um, and they will be releasing their self-titled debut album this May. The band is channeling the 80s new romance scene for their sound that can be heard in their first single, Kill for Candy. Look for them to hit the club scene uh, this year leading up to Coachella. Coachella? Coachella. Uh, Coachella, that, that was my football coach in high school. Uh, Coachella? Is, no, no. <laughs> not that. Okay, but I, 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 I listened to the song before yes. we started, and I really love their sound. It, yeah. It reminds me of Morrissey or The Smiths, maybe not quite as depressed or misanthropic. No, it's definitely not. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, the really creepy video, though, it's this uh, sort of like animated head that's like taking pieces off of it. and. I, I You know, I'm not 100% sold that that's like the full like type of a video i think it might have mm. just been a we need to get this out there thing. I, I don't know based on this uh you Probably. know official promotional image it seems the same kind of aesthetic that's true but uh you know i i really it's very simple i i definitely liked it though and I'm, I'm glad to see these guys are moving past sellout stefani hey I, I, I'm just saying I like this tune better than anything I've heard from her in years. Maybe since like Rocksteady. You, know, you ain't no Hollaback girl. I am a Hollaback girl, actually. You ain't no Hollaback girl. I ain't no Fallaback girl, though. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sith Youth Pastor in the chat room says, why can't we just get back to Weird Al? No! And uh, Angel says, no. uh, re our offer to give her the, the hacked or to yeah. not hack her sleep pod. She says she thinks she'll just stick with her bed. Thanks. No chance of ever being hacked. That's fair. But Anne-Marie, what do you think about this? Okay. So I haven't gotten excited about new music in a very, very, very long time. And I was a massive fan of No Doubt. Like it's kind of like disgusting how much of a fan I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm really liking the sound of Dream Car. Um, I feel like it's like this fun kind of upbeat sound. It's just a very familiar and comforting sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very 80s. Um, which is weird because I don't usually like that. Uh-huh. It's I think it's just enough of not the 80s mm-hmm. to to real man. 
Um, I'm really looking forward to actually hearing the entire album. And again, this is a phrase I haven't said in many moons. Yeah, you you, you haven't been a big uh, music person. I I mean, you listen to a lot of music, but it's all a lot of older stuff. I am still living in the 90s, early 2000s. I'm not letting go. I'm pretty sure. So who would have guessed you would really like a a band that was formed by uh, band members from two 90s bands, you know, like. That I like. I'm shocked. (laughs) But but there it's still a completely different sound than either mm. of them really did. Uh, speaking of completely different sounds, over in the chat room, they're oh. going gaga over Weird Al. No, uh, Sith Youth Pastor says, "Why can't we just get back to Weird Al?" Hawk says, uh, "Hawk seventy nine, Bobby Hawk <sighs> says, dare to be stupid." And Sagebirth says that she really loves Weird Al. That's I knew it. I, 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 I disown all of you. I knew I loved our listeners. They have excellent excellent taste. <laughs> <laughs> All hail Yeezus. What's the family? Oh, if you are around Hollywood, you can now worship at the feet of Yeezy. The street artist Plastic Jesus recently revealed his golden statue of the rapper entitled False Idol. This is not the first controversial piece um, by the artist. This is Plastic Jesus. This actually has nothing to do with Kanye. Mm. Um, the artist displayed an Oscar snorting cocaine in 2015. Mm. Well, I think I think it was meant to uh, protest like drug abuse or something. Oh, it was. Like pro- that, I mean, yeah. it's all protest stuff. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that's one of the other things he's done. I, I'm just gonna say I'm glad someone was finally able to use the idea I've been floating around for years. I mean, because I've literally been saying somebody should do this for years i'm kind of shocked that kanye hasn't made it down there for a photo op though it seems like something he would really be into and that's not sarcasm that's not a joke i literally think kanye west would be all about taking a picture with uh and here I'll, I'll, I'll show one more picture of it this statue right here amory what'd you think of it i mean i don't think it really looks much like him except with the context clues of the jesus pose and the thorn crown um mm-hmm. really i just <laughs> It's, I, I don't know. I don't even, I really, I don't you, even know. Like, art is, you know, very subjective, very, you for know. For once you've been left speechless. Speechless? Speechless. Speechless. The speechless. The list, the list, of, list speeches. of speeches. <laughs> it's not my type of art. That's all. That's, that's it. What? Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So, Emery, what's in the box? <laughs> You're about to find out. We've each selected a special story to discuss. Let's, Let's pop, pop open. open the universe box. <laughs> okay, so Amory, what's your what's your okay, business? So mine, sort of how we just mentioned the Oscars, London theater pranks the audience. So following the craziness of the Academy Awards, which in case you live under a rock, the wrong movie was announced for best movie. Yes, um, the Rio in London decided to cash in. The theater started playing the trailer, or the first couple minutes, I it sort of said both um, of La La Land before scrambling like fake scrambling to put on the correct movie moonlight the actual <laughs> winner um thankfully the audience got the joke right away and they were all at it so yeah, it's, it's a it's very hilarious. it's a very like short-term joke because oh, I, I, I feel like thursday it happened on sunday yeah. by now thursday it's already completely played out well this ha- it was I mean, probably this, played out on tuesday it probably you know? was but it's really funny over in the chat room uh sageworth said uh, said uh oscar smoking cocaine uh, in reference to the other other, or yeah to the other um statue the, the and statue. then sith youth pastor says someone was smoking
choking something, Sageverse says that's a given. Yeah. Very true. Probably, yes. Very true. Okay, what so was your universe box? My universe box? And oh, this is very, on, very just... exciting. Okay, so uh, according to Metacritic, Critic, Breath, Z- The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is already the number one video game of all time. Uh, in Metacritic, if you don't know, is basically the rotten tomatoes of video games. Uh, but I, I, th- I think they have some other stuff theory, too, besides video games. Yeah, they have TV and music and stuff like that. But uh, The Legend, it's ri- already risen to the number one video game of all time based on reviews. Amory, you were going to say something? Um, I was actually going to say, is this on sales or is this on like content? No, it's on, it's on reviews. Okay. Reviews because the embargo lifted at midnight. Uh, oh, okay. So all the, I think, you know, probably 60 or 70 reviews from reputable sources have been released. Got it. And uh, tabulating all of them, averaging them out, it's already the number one game of all time. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not surprised, though. This game looks completely awesome. I, I've been... I, I'm actually going to be going to pick up my He's copy. He's leaving as soon as we're done here, folks. If I seem distracted, it's because I need to go get Breath of the Wild. Uh, but I, I'm a little worried that the cooking and crafting in the game, which is a, a, a sort of a new dynamic, is going to get on my nerves a little bit. But outside of that, all the gameplay play footage and spoilers I've been consuming over the past couple of weeks looks awesome. I, I, I would say, if nothing else, expect a review for my suggestible next week. I think you should just do your own special little episode. Like, well, the, I, I have a, a, a work trip next oh, week, so I'm not going to get to play a lot during the week, but I'm going to play a lot this weekend. Maybe Sunday night you could pop on and we can talk about it. Possibly. Possibly. We'll talk about it. Look, this is me throwing him under the bus where he normally throws me under We'll the talk bus. about talking about it. But uh, Anne-Marie, as always, we like to point out a few holidays happening uh tomorrow friday uh march 3rd 2017 i uh, what holidays are happening this march 3rd well actually i'm going to start with one that's happening right now today is dr seuss's 113th oh happy birthday birthday, dr and you know what i felt the need to point that out i considered putting it under bibliophile but that's not really a story it's just that it's dr seuss's 113th to celebrate i'm going to go read all of the propaganda he created for the world uh for the u.s government in world war ii Nice. Well, to celebrate, uh, our youngest went to bed with his cat in the hat hat. I was like, do you really need that? He's like, it's Dr. Seuss's birthday. I'm like, okay, good night. <laughs> um, okay, so tomorrow, get ready because there are 11 there are. really major holidays tomorrow. Tomorrow is Cold Cuts Day, mm-hmm. Day of Unplugging, <laughs> World Wildlife Day, <clears throat> Mold Wine Day. What if cats and dogs had opposable thumbs day? Stop, stop. I think we need to discuss this. Can we what? Do- what uh, and I want to hear from you guys in the chat room too. What if cats and dogs did have opposable thumbs? Amory, your thoughts. <laughs> oh, no idea. Here, I'm going to put you on a solo camera shot until you answer the question. I think they would drive cars. Fair enough. I don't know. They'd open more doors. They'd get into more cupboards. Mm-hmm. Like they they'd find where the snacks are hidden and they would get to them. They're, they're like children. I think. What do you think? Cats would be serial killers. Dogs would be priests. That's what I think if they had opposable thumbs. Because mm. a cat you could hold a knife. Cats. A cat could hold a knife, and a dog could hold a Bible. I don't know. Okay. What other holidays? Um, dress in Blue Day, Employee Appreciation Day, National Anthem Day, whatever mm-hmm. your national anthem is. Oh, say can you see? Oh, God, cats with opposable thumbs. That's all I know. Okay. okay. Uh, Salesperson Day, Canadian Bacon Day, mm-hmm. and now the one that I personally plan on celebrating tomorrow: International Irish Whiskey Day. Very nice. Very nice. I'm getting me a bottle. Which, by the way, uh, you guys, it's homework for Blather Skypes next week. Tell uh, me your favorite Irish whiskey. No, no. Tell me your favorite bacon Irish Bacon or Canadian bacon. 
which is your favorite and so why? So bacon or ham. Write into us at contact at <laughs> universebox.com or call in 424-274-2352 for next week. Canadian bacon or regular bacon? What is your favorite and why? Over in the chat room, they have some cats and dogs, opposable thumb theories. Uh, Hyperion Angel says, can you imagine all the mischief they get up, get into? Sageverse says they can get into the house. And Sith Youth Pastor says the dogs and cats movie would play out. They would be secret agents. So That's he's true. basically saying it would be a real version of that. Sageverse says, you mean they aren't already? <laughs> they are. Very nice. Very, Very nice. Okay. So uh, now... You know, what are we excited about this week? We're offering up our recommendations in a little segment we like to call Suggestible. Suggestibles. Okay, <laughs> Marie, what's your uh, suggestible this week? Okay, so this week I am suggesting a podcast, which I don't normally do. Uh, your Last Meal with Rachel Bell. So I'm always looking for new podcasts, and it really takes me a while to like commit to one to the point where I feel okay recommending it because mm-hmm. uh, I get bored. Um, <laughs> let's just be honest. So this is one of my new favorites. Rachel interviews celebrities about what their last meal would be, and then they research the history of that food and how it came to be what it is, mm-hmm. where it came from, all of that. Uh, now, the show did only start in August and it's only released twice a month, so there's not too, too many of them. I hate podcasts that are released twice a month. Like, we're so lost. Go ahead. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> the quality is good and the content is interesting because I can't listen to a podcast if its quality is bad. I'm really mm-hmm. a snob. Um, and so if you're a wannabe foodie like me, I think you will appreciate this podcast. Very good. Very good. Uh, over in the chat room, uh, as far as the Canadian bacon, regular bacon controversy, uh, Hyperion Angel Angel says regular bacon, easy. And Sageworth says she's with Angel. So I mean, right? Yeah, you kind of have to be. I mean, Applewood smoked bacon, bring it on. Ba- bacon is the way to go. Okay, <laughs> uh, my suggestible for this week is a, a new a YouTube channel called News Be Funny. Uh, now, basically, what this uh, YouTube channel is, it, they publish uh, probably once a week, maybe mm-hmm. twice a week, a ten minute compilation of local and national news bloopers. I. Uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I really enjoy seeing these videos whenever they pop up. Now, considering most news stations do 10 to 20 hours of live content every week, it's a great source for flubs. So, you know, you see these little clips floating around everywhere, and this is just something that puts them all together. So if they fell off your radar, you can go over here and watch them. Right. I, but as somebody who works in TV, it's a lot of fun watching these and trying to figure out what decisions were made behind the scenes that lead to the bloopers. I also <laughs> to recover from them <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i also really love the on-air uh feuds between talent like an anchor and a weather person for example in one of the m- more recent videos they'll string together clips uh from several months worth of newscasts where they start off just making sort of clever little quips little quips and then eventually it's like and i hate you diane <laughs> you know <laughs> so it, it, it's, and i hate you diane yeah it, it, it's it, it's oh, a lot a of fun oh, i will say that a lot of the thumbnails are very clickbaity they have like buxom blondes with cleavage and weed monsters and all this other kind of stuff but the content is really solid if you're into news bloopers uh which i i <laughs> happen to be into news blooper which i happen to be uh so thank you very much wow you know what uh we were talking about ducktales earlier Woo! uh if you didn't know the phrase that gizmo duck said every time he needed to put a suit on was blathering blather skypes and we can't t- wait to hear your blathering let's hear what our listeners have to say in blather, blather skypes <laughs> 
Okay, now as always, you can send us uh, your blather skypes, your thoughts over at contact at universebox.com. The Twitter's at universe underscore box. The Instagram is at universe underscore box. I keep forgetting. Put it in the doc. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universe box show. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And your homework for this week, one, Canadian bacon versus regular bacon which is better and why and two you know what since we were just talking about local tv news did you have a local tv news anchor that you grew up with uh that uh, you either have a funny story about or you admired in some way you got to meet and had an interaction with so random and specific tell, tell us your local tv news story uh i contact at universebox.com 424-274-2352 is the voicemail number now we did get uh we posted the ducktail story mm-hmm. earlier over on our facebook group and we got some comments over here uh first other Anne marie says is it just me or was the original uh better drawn i don't like the drawings of this one and like we were discussing earlier she was the one i was referencing uh you know it's just uh, that's the the newer style and i think it's probably because it came from flash animation back in the 2000s because it was a lot cheaper to do so a lot of people got really good at it and then went to work on for these big cartoon studios and then josh phelps says uh hate huey dewey and louis voices also i love david tennant but i'm having trouble separating his voice him from his voice i'm supposed to hear scrooge mcduck but all i hear is the doctor so he had very much the same complaint you did i didn't have a complaint i liked him uh, uh, well, i was the complete opposite oh sorry it was someone in the chat room I yeah it was who. someone in the chat room i'm like i had i actually had no problem separating since he was using his natural accent of scottish mm-hmm. versus having to put on a british accent uh getting some clarification about the homework in the chat room uh, sage Verth asked uh, so john oliver doesn't count no, no because he wasn't from your childhood and hyperion angel says i went to high school with one of my local news anchors very that's fun that's a story we need to hear that's Angel. that's a story that sounds like a voicemail definitely definitely okay so uh we have a couple more letters we here do. first up from monica you want to take it away sure. hi guys love podcasts because it gives me something to listen to at work so recommendations uh adam ruins everything based on his tv show where adam conivore um talks the unknown history of everyday things on the show he speaks very briefly with experts in the podcast they sit down for a longer 45 minute to an hour long conversation uh, by, by the yeah, way we, uh, we we watched uh the show on true tv the adam ruins everything show which was based on his old youtube series mm-hmm. and uh well, the episode that you watched with me wasn't that great. I watched a couple more episodes. His one on the Oscars was really, really good and really, really educational. Like, it, it's an interesting format. It's very kind of like smarmy, like, oh, I'm smarter than everybody. And uh, but kind of self-depreciating at the same time. But yeah, it's growing on me, definitely. Okay. Uh, Sarah and Cassie's Nerdy Adventure. Haven't had an ep- a new episode in a while, but very interesting when they did. Not for kiddos. Good to know. We like those warnings. Uh, Pro You Podcast. A pick me up if you want a healthier you. Be advised, Tom's voice is very calming. Don't drive and listen. <laughs> <clears throat> Girl on Guy with Aisha Tyler. A monthly podcast where she has interesting people in for conversation. NSFW language. Sawbones. Uh, a marital tour. Wait, yeah, marital tour of misguided medicine. Sydney McElroy is a general MD and her husband Justin provides comic relief. Oh, so we know how that goes. Um, they explore ways people have tried to fix things over the millennia. Most recently, sinuses, generally safe for kiddos but get gross at times due to subject matter. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the Dark Forest, hosted by Jackie. The Dork Forest. 
Oh, Dork Forest. Yeah. That makes way more sense than Dork <laughs> Forest. I was like, what is this? Uh, Jackie, I keep wanting to say Kardashian, but that's missing a few letters. Kashian. Uh, very funny conversation with various people about their dorkdoms, <laughs> i.e. things they are obsessed with, NSFW. Um, I, man, uh, Monica, a lot of these podcasts has, have NSFW language. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, talking tunes with Rob Paulson will be coming back soon now that he is defeated throat cancer. Ooh, congratulations to him. Very funny, family-friendly, unless he tags the episode explicit. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Babylon um hosted kevin smith and ralph garman not in the least bit okay for kiddos it is very very funny ralph does many famous impersonations and then does things like sing songs and what's not with yeah those I, I used to listen to that one quite a bit i kind of got old for me after a couple of years uh but it, just because they don't really change up the format too much it's like they talk about stuff for about 20 minutes they do an arnold schwarzenegger impersonation and a bane impersonation then mm-hmm. yeah so <clears throat> Um, stuff you missed in history class. A great one to share with the kiddos. Publishes Monday and Wednesday. Holly and Tracy talk about things that weren't covered in most history classes or maybe misrepresented. Um, occasionally they'll have an episode where they say in the intro this might be triggered for some people or inappropriate for youngsters, uh, but only once or twice a year this happens. Uh, Nerdist, first podcast, dear to my heart. They are interesting <laughs> and sometimes educational, but they do swear, so not for the kids. I, I haven't liked it as much since they got rid of uh, Jonah Ray and whatever the <gasps> other... Oh, they got rid of... They, I, they, I honestly haven't listened in so long. It's generally just uh, Chris Hardwick uh, oh, now. Oh, no, he has to have the other guys. Yeah, not anymore he doesn't um stuff mom never told you i used to listen to this one but they actually drove me nuts because they got a little too preachy for me (laughs) um it's no longer in production but the old episodes are still available fun funny educational sometimes serious sometimes silly to no end that is basically exactly true uh Mm. (laughs) but it covers like the whole gamut it's it's a very feministy type of podcast Mm. uh monica also sent in her tv watching schedule which is the most insane thing i have ever seen in my life Mm. um but i am going to put together a blog post about like what i watch and when it airs you're going to give me your stuff at some point in time and i'll just do like a big tv watching blog post so coming soon to monica's color-coded uh excel spreadsheet awesome uh yeah and if anyone else wants to send in their tv schedule yes that would be awesome uh contact at Mm universebox.com okay and finally uh we have actually uh what do we have in the chat room what we have we have uh bobby hawk saying adam loves everything is great my recommendation would be people of earth on tbs uh great ensemble cast that starts with the com- common sitcom format and becomes anything but interesting we'll have to check that out bobby and also sith youth pastor had to leave, leave. he says may the force ever be in your favor uh, thank you very it. much okay and finally uh, we have a letter for a uh, blather skype sorry from angel here she says hey bill and amory Finally got around to completing another homework assignment for you guys. Only took a month. Well, my brain is being uncooperative with providing random acts of kindness performed or received, I can definitely tell you about some of the podcasts that I enjoy listening to, aside from yours, of course. A lot of these podcasts are ones that are a bit older or have been running for a long time, and I've been playing catch-up. I do like a few of the modern radio dramas that have been produced, uh, such as shows like Welcome to Night Vale, Alice Isn't Dead, and The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Another podcast that I particularly like to listen to is the Dead Authors Podcast. It's hosted by Paul F. Tompkins, who plays H.G. Wells, and he interviews various dead authors, uh, played by the guest stars. It, it is hilarious and has gotten me through many long car rides. 
Finally, there's this podcast known as Lore. I, I, I listened to this Whoa. one. It's really Whoa. good, which discusses the myths and folklore that act as the basis of many of our modern superstitions mm. and beliefs. I, and, of course, I'm always looking for more. I, I, I do like that Angel says that she likes finding a podcast that's been around for a while and then just binging the entire thing. I do so that it's all like that. with Binge TV. Yeah, I, I do that all the time with podcasts. Like uh, The most recent example I can think of is Reply All, which is kind of like a This American Life for the Internet. Mm. And I... I, I listened to one of the mo- more recent episodes, and then I went back and listened to like the 30 or 40 they had done previously. Oh, wow. They're only like half an hour, so it didn't take that long. Back to Angel. Uh, now on a more uh, topic more relevant for tonight, the reboot of DuckTales. Is it weird that I'm a little bit excited about it? No. Nope. I mean, from the trailer, it seemed like it had... It'll at least be decent, and I have listened to the cast sing the theme, I, an embarrassingly, in my opinion, high number of times. I, that video came out when we were on a break, I think, from Universe Box, so we didn't cover it. But I thought really we good. covered it. Did we cover it? I'm pretty okay. sure we covered it. Uh, though I think the excitement also comes from nostalgia. Uh, DuckTales was my favorite of the old shows that were part of the Disney afternoon. Uh, either way, like most remakes and resurrections, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Though who would know? Though who knows if I will ever uh, watch it, knowing me, and hope it turns out fine. Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. Very excited about the DuckTales. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my favorite Disney afternoon show. It was my second favorite. What was your favorite? Darkwing Duck, which was set Duck in the same Wing universe Duck. as du- DuckTales, just a city Wait, over in St. Canard. Duckwing Duck. Duck. Let's get dangerous. He wasn't that dark. Uh, I, I'd like to see a reboot of Duck, Darkwing no, Duck, though. stop. With, okay, see, this is where I'm conflicted. Is like this looks really good, but I'm sick of the reboots, like Sith Youth Bastard was saying. So anyway, but you know, I, I, as always, uh, we'd love to hear uh, your blather skypes. Uh, contact at universebox.com is the email address. Uh, Twitter is at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universe box show. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Your homework assignments, Canadian bacon versus regular bacon. Regular bacon. Local TV memories. Uh, You look like you want to say something. No, I'm reading your takeaways and I'm confused by the first one. Okay, good. Okay, so uh, let's see. uh, Over here in the chat room, they're talking about some podcast, uh, also like serial uh, things like that. And uh, Sageverse says there's a comic book reboot of Darkwing Duck. I know. I read it. I really liked it. They actually did a Dark Knight Returns parody. It was really, really good. Okay. So uh, now uh, let's see here. Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? Because we're about done with the show. We are. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Simone And check out um, everything with Orlando Mom's blog because I am now their social media chick. And so that's my life. Fair <laughs> enough. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And now it's time for a couple takeaways to take us out here. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, first of all... Um, Matt Damon (laughs) might never order General Tso's again. Uh, There is no doubt Gwen Stefani was holding her old band back. Ain't no holla back, girl. Logan looks awesome. And life is like a hurricane here here in Duckburg. Again, we want to thank our chat room who joined us uh, Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. EST at twitch.tv slash universebox or live.universebox.com. We love having you there. We do. Uh, Please uh, feel free to come back and people who aren't there. Feel free to come. Join us, please. It's, it's fun. Party. Okay, so I guess that about does it for Universe Box tonight. Until next time, remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside.